Hello, and welcome to another episode of Long Distance Short, GiftBaskets'Overseas.com's podcast where we talk to real people about the triumphs and tribulations in all kinds of long-distance relationships. Your host is Allie Winters, an international gift consultant who's found success in her own long-distance romances and friendships. And here's today's topic, how to make gift delivery simple during Christmas. The holidays are a lot of fun, but they can also be very stressful, especially if people you love are far away during the celebrations. Today, we'll take a look at how to deal with Christmas away from your loved ones, including pro tips on choosing great gifts for them. Let's jump right in, Allie. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) My name is Allie, and our December episode, we will 100% dedicate Christmas long-distance relationships. Uh, Our experts today, as it was mentioned, Katrina Shelton, Customer Order Processing Representative, and Natasha Kvitka, International Brands Manager from the gift delivery company GiftBasketsOverseas.com. These ladies know how to celebrate Christmas on distance and enjoy it in full. Uh, So I'm super excited to get some tips from them, as it looks like I will have to spend this Christmas with my partner on Skype again. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Fine. Good. Thank you. That's great. So since you're here, you at least once, I guess, experienced this moment when you need to spend Christmas with your loved ones on distance. Yes, when you're far away from each other. So how was it? Uh, Well, my husband is Belgian and uh, I'm Russian, uh, so we always need to get a visa, whether for him or for me, when we want to be together. Therefore, we have to spend quite a bit of time apart uh, when waiting for a visa. Uh, so we celebrate a lot of holidays online uh, and therefore a lot of Christmases and New Year's uh, were spent on the phone. It's kind of common for us to celebrate holidays on WhatsApp, Viber or Skype, but uh, I would just like to mention the most memorable and recent moment when uh, there was a party for our wedding in Belgium and I didn't get a chance to be there as I didn't get my Belgian visa. So. I was celebrating my wedding on Viber. Oh no! <laughs> but sounds <I'm>, frustrating. <laughs> yes, it's really frustrating. But I mean, uh, they didn't warn you in advance about uh, this party, uh, or you pre-planted, but it just uh, failed to get visa. Uh, Well, uh, actually, the plan was uh, to go to the UK as uh, my father-in-law invited us. And uh, then we would go by car to Belgium. And uh, um, there was supposed to be a party. But as we were informed, it was a party for his retirement. So it was a complete surprise for us. uh, And uh, um, by the time I went to the UK, I realized that uh, my visa was uh, still not ready. And my husband had to go to Belgium and uh, I had to go back to Irkutsk and uh, at the end of the day on the retirement party um, so to say yeah so to say retirement uh-huh yeah sort of retirement party my husband arrives and uh, a waiter comes over to him and uh, says congratulations on your wedding my husband got a little bit confused because uh, he was wondering why are people celebrating uh, congratulating me and uh, well then he saw some 
some uh, pictures. Uh, congratulations to Andy and Katrina. So that was clear what was the party about. <laughs> well, really confusing when you understand that a lot, uh, like some unknown people for you know about your wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, we had some experience uh, with long distance relationship being already married uh, several years ago eight years ago my husband moved to Japan for work and we couldn't join him in the beginning of this uh, of this contract so he moved there to Tokyo exactly around Christmas and New Year time and we had to celebrate all the holidays on Skype and on the phone. So it was kind of very new and at that point very frustrating experience because we, you know, we really missed each other and we are not used to uh, being apart, especially during the holiday season. So because during the holidays he didn't have to go to the office and I was also at home all the time. So we literally spent like eight to nine hours a day being in a call so i was just doing my you know usual things at home and he was doing the same but we were still able to talk to each other and now the you know the memory about this uh, experience it's quite good but at the point we were really missing each other hard so so you said like uh, you woke up for example at 9 a.m uh, you kind of open Skype and yeah. yes, in the evening you turned it off before going yes, to Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, at this moment we were so grateful for having technology with us because the phone bill would you know, equal the uh, budget of some small country if we would do this <laughs> on the phone only. But uh, but with uh, Skype or other means uh, uh, of communication, we uh, we could actually see each other and we could be together during the holidays. So it was it was amazing. At least something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with some nice romance. <laughs> it took us like five or six months uh, to, to get together again. So we were in long distance relationship for, for several months. Did you do this uh, kind of ritual every day, every single day? Not exactly. During the uh, holiday season and then during weekends, yes. Uh, but because of the time difference on uh, weekdays, we couldn't get that long uh, on the phone because or on uh, on the call uh, because uh, he needed to go to work. And when he returned, it was quite late for him. I was able to be on the phone uh, on the call, but uh, he needed to go to sleep because... Uh, it's office again in the morning so uh, no it was quite difficult to do during the uh, weekdays but on weekends yeah we try to catch up yeah and from my experience it's about six seven hours yes uh, time difference between japan um well yes i think it's when we have like 4 p.m they already go to sleep <laughs> and uh -huh, that's uh -huh. really that's really really weird <laughs> so to say yeah I, I totally understand your feelings. I, I, 
Tok was my Japanese partner for three years, I think, almost three years uh, in this, yeah, in this particular pattern. Right. And um, especially if to talk about uh, spending Christmas uh, and maybe New Year, because I know that New Year is very special as holiday in uh, CIS countries, so post-Soviet Union countries. So maybe you have some special rituals uh, that you have with your family, maybe um, friends or partners. Yes, you know, actually for us, gifts and preparing gifts and now sending gifts because now my family uh, we are reunited with my husband and my son uh, thanks god but uh, we are apart from our wider family because we moved to canada last year and uh, they are still in ukraine so now not only preparing but also sending gifts to them is kind of our most beloved tradition mm-hmm. and uh, gifts have to be a surprise for us it's part of our tradition so i know many families kind of prepare uh for this time of the year asking direct questions like what would you like to have for christmas or for a new year because for us a more gift given holiday is particularly new year not christmas uh and uh, for us it's usually a surprise so I try to collect ideas from uh, our family members and from friends to whom I want to send a gift during the holiday season uh, all year round. And, you know, it's all about communication. So uh, if you have the conversation regarding like anything, uh, a person can mention something that they want or they need maybe and if you have this written down on your special Christmas list then you can make a nice gift a nice surprise for them and usually like during the year how many uh, gifts do you like usually send to your family so yeah nice question Uh, usually we try to send all the gifts in one package because of because of the delivery but if we use gift baskets overseas to send the uh, surprise gifts to our family we do this actually so uh, then it would be the personal gift to each part of the family yeah makes sense and you Katrina well um we generally have two options, either staying in Belgium if everything is okay with my visa, which is not usually the case, as uh, I told you, or um, uh, we stay in Russia if everything is okay with uh, my husband's visa. Uh, but in any case, uh, we've got one part of the family more than 6,000 kilometers away. Uh, so since it's a bit difficult to ship something from from or to Siberia uh, when it's minus 40 degrees Celsius outside very often we just try to yeah it's a little bit cold especially during the Christmas season (laughs) a bit (laughs) I love Uh, this yeah a little bit (laughs) Uh, when uh, very often we just try to find something that can be delivered locally through our website Uh, and uh, it's a little bit easier for us uh, this way and we don't have to be afraid that the gift will be frozen uh, before it arrives but um, well for 
people who are staying next to us, if, for example, we are in Russia uh, for my mom, uh, we can usually get something out here and uh, go and give it to her. Or for Andy's family, we um, find something out there and give it to them. So uh, we always just try to uh, do it as uh, local as possible uh, to avoid these shipping issues. A lot of uh, different uh, things that uh, may uh, influence and uh, bring a bad result instead of a good surprise. With all your favorite holidays coming closer, it might begin to feel impossible to get everyone's gifts and keep your sanity. Good news! Giftbasketsoverseas.com makes it easy to send great gifts to more than 200 countries around the world, all in one place, and you never have to leave your house to do it. Save yourself the time and hassle. Send everyone you love a decadent gift from giftbasketsoverseas.com and enjoy the holidays. Um, from my own experience, um, uh, we with uh, my Japanese partner, we just had this kind of ritual spending, like celebrating New Year, first his time zone, then my time zone, this way. And honestly, I, I didn't work for GiveBaskettsOverseas.com yet, uh, when we only started our relationship. So what we did, we of course sent each other some, some small letters or small packages. Usually it was chocolate, which was quite sustainable to temperatures. If we, let's say, uh, send it during the winter time, yes. But with summer, it was really inconvenient to send such thing. Moreover, there are always some restrictions, like you cannot send tea or you cannot send coffee or, well, some things which seem to be like, why? But they are kind of restricted. So, yes, uh, I wish I knew about this company earlier. Well, nevertheless, I can kind of catch up <laughs> with that right now, if needed, of course. Well, good knowledge comes only with experience. So. Yes, totally. But still, I hope that we will live together as soon as possible. <laughs> and well, that's always the hope. <laughs> yeah. And then the gifts will be even less and it will be even easier to, to give. Yeah, but uh, still you've got family left uh, in another country. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's always the <laughs> Uh, second side of things, yes. Last year, we wanted to send, as we just recently moved to Canada, uh, we wanted to send back to our parents something local, something about Canada. And we prepared a nice gift box for them uh, with uh, toys uh, that represent Canada, like moose and beer and raccoon, uh, which is not very loved in Canada, but they are very, very, you know, uh, special for Canada, for so Toronto. <laughs> 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 so there were a lot of stuffed toys, uh, some snacks, and the most special part of this package should be uh, a maple syrup, uh, which is like Canada symbol, you know, we even have yeah. the maple leaf on our uh, flag, Canadian flag. So this so red, yeah, red maple 
yes yes and the maple syrup is really tasty thing you know something you want to have for your breakfast and we decided to send them all in one package this didn't uh, go well you know because during the transportation for sure the bottle of maple syrup was broken and all of our books about canada and stuffed toys and all the snacks everything was deep (laughs) into maple syrup so yes they appreciated our attention and our desire to give something something very special something uh that they can share with us uh, something canadian uh, which was very important for us um but the you know practical side of this uh, gift uh, was not practical <laughs> so they yeah, needed just everything uh, spoiled everything yes. what an yeah. irony Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad <laughs> so next time when we decided to send to our friends uh something something edible uh we just used gift baskets overseas it's not the you know not the advertising here it's just the common sense that now we have after this experience sending edible thing uh along with non-edible thing so now uh we when we want to send books and cards and uh, you know apparel from canada to someone of our friends we never uh, combine this package with something edible yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course like what will happen to the books yeah if you send them yeah, uh, yeah. now we know what actually happens to, to yeah book. if to combine <laughs> it with syrup of course yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well I, I also i have to mention that um any gift uh, should be uh, should correspond to the recipient's uh, needs or preferences especially uh, if you don't know the culture that much uh, try to spend some time on researching because some Things uh, may be very different in between uh, different cultures. Uh, like, for example, I would never give uh, flowers to a man or a boy in Russia, whereas uh, for a lady, uh, flowers uh, would be fine or even perfect, uh, but the number of flowers uh, always needs to be uneven uh, because even number of flowers is for funerals only. Also, it's um, uh, quite important to pay attention to the color of the flowers, especially it comes to roses, because there are lots of uh, superstitions around that. And some people strongly believe that uh, red roses mean love and passion, white mean purity and innocence, yellow mean joy and friendship, whereas other people believe that yellow actually means separation. So it's quite important to take that into account and send the right color. On our website, a red rose selection is the most popular gift for delivery in Russia. So there are a lot of loving and passionate uh, women out here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one more thing to mention about Russia and post-Soviet republics. Well, our big celebration is New Year, uh, the night from December 31st to uh, January the 1st. And... Um, the actual Christmas is on January 7, and it's mostly celebrated by religious Orthodox Christians. 
Yeah, I I uh, can second the, uh, that thought about the um, you know taking into account the traditions, customs, and actually preferences of your recipient in their uh, in their location. Uh, so. If I may use Canada again as an example, if your uh, uh, gift recipient is in Canada, you definitely can rely on Canadian classics. So for example, in Canada, this can be ice wine. It is not only produced in Canada, but Probably Canada is the the most the largest uh, producer of ice wine, and uh, this ice, which is uh, really ice. <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> is, is, it, is it too cold? <laughs> or no, something? no, no. It's not cold wine. It's actually ice wine. It's very interesting uh, because it's dessert wine that is made of uh, frozen. Uh, naturally frozen grapes uh, while they uh, were still on the vine. So first frost comes in and bites the wine grapes that were still on their vines. They are collected and the vine is being produced. The taste itself is different. So it's so sweet and it's really different and it's tasty. Nice to know about the the ice wine. I really didn't know that. If you want to send something different from uh, wine and sweets, and the context around the gift is different from uh, from sweets, so uh, you definitely can go with beers and snacks, and it should be well received as well. Well, um, if I may, I guess um, I would like to add that gift-giving traditions for the U.S. Uh, recipients are uh, just about the same as in Canada. And uh, the most popular gifts are gift baskets with wine, cheese, crackers, chocolates, and so on. For example, in our catalog, we have a gift named uh, Holly and Mistletoe gift basket, a gift basket with wine and cheese and uh, other things uh, that you may find attractive and uh, tasty looking. Also, another basket is California Cabernet gift basket. Some people may also prefer some gift towers uh, with uh, different sweets in them, like our product Chocolate Heaven. Um, So it's uh, just a chocolate tower, a few nice gift uh, boxes with uh, all kinds of sweets in them. Yeah, some kind of gifting classics, I guess, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, as for Europe, in Europe, people mostly prefer getting gift baskets as well as uh, in Canada or uh, the USA. Well, according to the statistics from our website, the most popular gifts are gift baskets with chocolates. Uh, Like, for example, a gift on our website, Joyous Tidings or Gourmet Selection. These are, well, it's uh, not surprising at all uh, that the gift, the most popular gifts are the ones with chocolates because the chocolate industry is quite big in Europe and uh, there are two major competing countries for the status of the best chocolate producer, which are Belgium and Switzerland. Uh, well, 
when I, to be honest, when I was preparing for this podcast, my husband, who's Belgian, I remind you, came over to me and asked me to say, Swiss people believe, uh, claim that their chocolates are the best, but the rest of the world knows that Belgian chocolates are the best. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I had to say that. <laughs> and... Um, uh, well, I'd say uh, that the food culture in Europe is uh, quite developed and uh, people do like uh, getting some tasty treats more than uh, flowers, according to the statistics from our website. And if you just go to some European country, and for example, to Russia or Ukraine, and you just count how, the, uh, how many flower shops there are you will be surprised because and i was surprised when i realized that in europe there are not much of them i mean they're not are so often yes um, kind of met uh, or can be seen on the streets yeah yeah and uh, my husband was uh, uh, very surprised when he saw that uh, flower shops uh, usually are usually open 24 7. He's, uh, he, yes. he said why <laughs> why do you need that who needs flowers like at 3 a.m <laughs> <laughs> the one who needs to apologize i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> russian and ukrainian women uh, women are uh, quiet yeah with temper with the temper yeah with the spicy temper <laughs> yeah, not a stereotype. <laughs> Another country that uh, actually prefers, based on our data, to uh, get flowers as gifts is Japan. And um, I would say here, getting back to our discussion of local traditions in gifts, that you still can overdo going into local gifts for local residents. Um, so in order not to do that, you will need, again, some basic research before you select a perfect gift for your, uh, for your friend or for your uh, loved one there. Let's say chrysanthemum is one of the most loved flowers in Japan, and it's one of the symbols, actually, of the country. But white chrysanthemum symbolize grief, and they are for funeral only. So if you want to send flowers to your loved one in Japan, chrysanthemum bouquet would be a good uh, choice if you can see the color. So don't send uh, white flowers if it's not for funeral. Another thing that I think we all need to keep in mind when selecting a gift or, you know, making perfect selection for a particular person it's their individual needs. Your recipient might be vegan or they uh, can just not bear gluten or lactose or just don't drink alcohol. So you need to know this and keep this in mind when selecting a gift or a gift basket for them. Yeah, uh, for sure, Gift Baskets Overseas offers a wide range of products taking your recipient's needs uh, and uh, preferences into consideration. As an example, for vegetarians, we have a basket, uh, Natural Indulgence, which contains uh, apples, ginger root, mixed nuts, and so on. Or for people who prefer gluten-free food, we have a very 
nicely named uh, item for the gluten-free guru. It contains uh, canned salmon, crisps, nuts, and tea, and other products. And uh, well, for those who who are for the healthy healthy lifestyle, we have the cleansing cream gift basket, uh, and uh, uh, we even have a separate. Uh, a range of products for expecting mothers. Um, one of them is the baby shower basket. And uh, uh, well, of course, if you go to our website, you can select whatever you prefer, whatever you think your recipient will enjoy best. So uh, the best gift is always the gift that uh, you think about. Uh, and when choosing something, you should always think about the one who you love and who this gift is going for. And uh, don't forget to take uh, their needs into account sure i totally agree and uh i i personally have a lot of people who kind of became vegans or maybe they don't drink alcohol anymore and since the world is changing we always need to be to catch up yes after all of these changes basically okay and in the end well i would like to ask you maybe what advice would you give for other people who will have to celebrate Christmas apart from their loved ones? Like your key expertise advice for our listeners. <laughs> you know, Ellie, I wouldn't call myself an expert because I only had this five to six months of experience being in a long distance relationship, but it was quite challenging. And the only thing that actually helped us through this experience as a family was spending time together at every opportunity we could find. Now that the technology is so much more developed, you actually can even go for a walk together, be still being on a call with your loved one, even if they are thousands of miles apart from you. So I would say Try to find every opportunity and spend as much time as possible together, especially during the holiday season. Exchange gifts and eat dinner together, still being on a call, and send them gifts because it's, it's such an amazing feeling that when something comes from the person whom you cannot see in person for some time but they still think of you they still are with you thanks to technology but it's something tangible to uh, to receive and to to take with your own hands uh, that is coming from them so think about that i would like to thank you so much for being here with me and sharing uh, this christmasy atmosphere and you know, <laughs> just sharing some gift ideas. Uh, I also think about some great gift ideas for my parents and uh, a partner. So yes, once again, thank you. And I hope to see you again sometime in our episodes. <laughs> thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you, Natasha. It was a really great experience. I appreciate you uh, asking me to join. <laughs> I really hope to see you again. Or thank to hear. you. Thank you for having me as well. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you, Katrina. And we will see each other with our dear listeners in a month's time on our channel Long Distance Short, your long distance relationship podcast. Hello. 
This is Dmitry Peregudov, CEO of GiftBaskets.overseas.com. I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. Our company couldn't exist without your abundant generosity. So from the bottom of my heart, I wanted to wish you and everyone you love the happiest of holidays. And remember, no matter where they are in the world, we are here to help them to send your love this holiday and beyond. Thanks for listening to Long Distance Short, giftbasketsoverseas.com's podcast with real people in real long-distance relationships. Make sure to subscribe and keep tuning in for a new episode every month. If you have any questions or ideas for a future podcast, make sure to drop us a line at podcast at giftbasketsoverseas.com. That's podcast at giftbasketsoverseas.com. Dot com.